Welcome to That's My Personal Business, where we are pulling back the curtain on all things personal, all things business, and all things in between. Every Monday, we're hopping into your headphones to help you skip the learning curve by hearing from industry professionals, including myself. I am a destination wedding photographer turned business coach who now gets to lead hundreds of creative entrepreneurs in building lives of artistic growth, wealth, and freedom. And now it's time for you to do the same. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business and another new series. Welcome. Welcome to the new month. I hope you had the spookiest and most profitable October yet. If not, even more exciting to be in a new month, you know? So it's the second to last month of the year, and I'm incredibly excited to close out the year with y'all. As you know, in December, we always do a how to prep for the next year series. But this month, November, we are talking about, drumroll please, we are talking about what to do during slow season because slow season is actually the foundation for your business doing well during busy season. So that is what we are going to be talking about. And we have such amazing episodes like planned for this month. This might be, dare I say it, one of my favorite months yet. I'm incredibly excited. So one of the things we were talking about today is we are just talking about what to do. Like we are going to be giving you a full checklist on the things that we suggest doing during slow season. And then we're going to dive into them one at a time. We have Maya Nicole on next week's episode, and we are talking about how to make money on Instagram she is incredible. The episode was literally one of the most helpful things I've ever listened to in terms of Instagram marketing. So if you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, consider this your final warning. Um, You're not going to want to miss that one. And then we are talking about the five either biggest mistakes you're making on your website, the five things you need to change on your website, but we're getting that website locked and loaded because that's one of the best things that you can do during busy season. Wow. Busy season. And then we are having another little surprise episode for the fourth week that I will I will announce later. But for now, just know that you're going to want to be subscri- subscribed. You're not going to want to miss a singular episode. So let's talk about what's new. Not a lot. No, just kidding. I think there is a lot of things that are new. We just wrapped up Systems, Strategy, and Soul being live, which if you didn't get in, we are going to extend it another 72 hours for you here on the podcast because that's going to be one of the best things that you can work on during slow season is system strategy and soul. We are also majorly diving into portfolio reviews, portfolio increases. Y'all already know I am talking to every photographer under the sun that I possibly can about the fact that the sun is setting. The sun is setting at like 5 p.m. now. So if you don't know artificial light, please get on it. Y'all already know I am the artificial light. I'm artificial light's number one fan. I actually firmly believe that. Like, is it a parasocial relationship? Potentially, but I'm its number one fan. Artificial light and me, we go together like this. So if you are not already a huge fan of artificial light, come dive into our freebie. Let's get lit. We'll put it for you in the show notes. Or come dive into our fan favorite forever best-selling course. Join the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of creatives and photographers working on their flash game with our indoor and artificial light course. So we'll link both of those for you guys down in the show notes. Um, We are, I like can't help myself but to talk about artificial light 24-7 during this time of year because it's going to save your entire career. It's casual. It's fine. But obviously, slow season is coming into wake, which means for you guys, it's slow season. For me, 
it's a little bit of busy season. Um, busy season for me is your guys' slow season, especially for those of you in the wedding industry, because this is when you usually start working on your businesses and then I have the most coaching possible. So um, VIP days are going to be opening soon. So if you are looking for more one-on-one help, VIP days are going to be your ticket. We are also working on a ton of SEO backend things that has kind of really been like where I've been putting a lot of my energy lately is SEO. I've been feeling a little burnt out on Instagram, to be honest, which is why I need to go listen to my Nicole's episode again because it was so amazing. But I've been feeling a little burnt out on it. So I've been trying to put my energy into other facets of marketing, like networking and connecting with other creatives, shooting more often, even if that's like going and meeting up with creatives for lunch and taking little mini headshots of them. But like to me, that time is just as valuable as any time that I would be spending on the apps and social media marketing. So that's kind of what things have been looking like for me. Y'all know I'm a huge fan of experimentation. So anytime something feels off in my business, if I can't find a way to fix it. So like, for example, feeling burnt out on Instagram, just kind of being like, I don't know if I'm going to make that feel more exciting right now. Um, I want to experiment with other things. So we're doing a lot of SEO, a lot of networking, all of that good stuff. On a personal front, I just got a DM from... You guys, this is like so personal, but I think it's funny and I have to share. But there is this like dating online series that people do in New York. I won't say what it is until it actually happens, but they just DM'd me to come on the show and do a little speed date thing. And I'm going to die laughing if I actually get this. And obviously we'll share with you guys um, as soon as that's a thing. But I think I'm going on the little speed date next week. And I'm so excited. I think it's going to be hilarious. I love a funny joke story. Like I have had some atrociously funny first dates in my lifetime. And so anytime I like a good date to me is just one where I have a story like best case scenario. I find someone I really vibe with. But like if it's not going to be good, I want a good story. And this feels like that perfect opportunity. So I'm incredibly excited. And what would we even do with ourselves if I met my future partner on a dating show for Instagram? You know, hilarious. We love something for shits and gigs. So that's kind of what's looking new around here. I moved my desk. If you're watching this, you can see that now you can see part of my apartment behind me, which is very exciting. I feel like I'm finally getting my apartment locked down into the feng shui that I wanted, which means a house tour is probably going to come soon, which is very exciting. I love a good house tour. But yeah, I think that's everything for catch-ups. Just really getting hunkered down, working a bit more. I have a really fun project in the works as well as we're working on some really fun custom web design and social media management over at my agency, Amara the Agency, which if you don't know that I run a social media marketing agency, come check us out at Amara the Agency. Um, That's been very fun. So yeah. Also, Cora was really hyper today. I guess that's my only other update. I had to literally reschedule a coaching call because Cora got so hyper. She was like knocking stuff down in my apartment. It was a lot. So anyway, really excited to have her actually sleeping now so that I can record podcasts like this and chat with you guys and have more interviews because, of course, she decided to display this behavior on podcast interview day love that. And thank you to my lovely coaching client that was willing to push back our meeting an hour so that I could take her to the park and make her run sprints so that she wasn't breaking things during our time together. And yeah, I think that's everything. So let's go ahead and let's talk about what we're talking about this month, which is what to do during slow season. Slow season for me when I was in the wedding industry or just like I I found that basically 
most people other than create like coaches and educators slow season is winter for basically everyone and it can be really easy to just be like i don't know what to do i'm stressed um i'm just gonna like see what comes and prep for busy season like a lot of people treat slow season as kind of like time off and while i hope you do that because you know i'm a huge proponent of taking time off and having a personal life there's also like very deliberate ways that you should use slow season in order to prep for busy season and to make sure that busy season feels a little less busy. So we're going to go through them one by one. Number one is easy peasy, but it's just going to be to update your portfolio. Your work should be getting better constantly. Sorry, I'm going to be the bearer of the bad news, question mark, good news. I don't know how you want to consider it, but like you should be improving like pretty consistently and there should be you know a difference between your work a year ago and your work now and that's very exciting and like not in a toxic like i always need to be improving way but like at the end of the day we should be getting we naturally get better at things the more we do them so within a year your work should have pretty drastically improved and so this is your time to update your portfolio while you're updating your portfolio i want you to look at the work and ask yourself with each individual piece whether that's a project whether that's an image whether that's a video the question that i always prompt my coaching clients to ask themselves is like if someone like a future client came to me and they showed me this one project or this one photo or this one video and they said i want my thing to look and feel exactly like this, would you be excited? If the answer is no, it has no place being on your portfolio. Your portfolio truly should only be filled with work that you would be giddy to continue booking. And if it's not, it needs to go. Like it can maybe go on the blog if you're desperate for content, but there's no reason for you to be advertising work that you wouldn't be excited to shoot. So update your portfolio, but make sure that it is work that you are genuinely super excited about and that you would love to book more of. Make sure it's SEO optimized. Make sure that you're actually doing your SEO and make sure that it is ideal client oriented seriously like that really is the gauge every single time is like it would i be okay with every single project looking like this and if not gotta go gotta go i kind of think of it as like you know when you would deliver galleries say you're a photographer whenever you deliver galleries to clients for some reason their favorite photo is always your least favorite I don't know what it is. I might be witchcraft, but it literally happens every single time. It's going to be the same with your portfolio and advertising. Like you're going to get requests for the thing that you like the least. So make sure the thing that you like the least in your portfolio is something you're still obsessed with because that's probably what people are going to ask for. So update your portfolio. Make sure it's SEO optimized. Like if you're going to be going through all of this hard work to update your website, please make sure it's seo optimized whether that's for location for specific keyword maybe you're a 35 millimeter photographer maybe you're a wedding planner based in new orleans whatever it may be choose your keyword you know we're not going to be deep diving into seo here we have so many resources for that um, whether that's blog posts or a course but make sure it's seo optimized if you're going to be doing this work go ahead and pair it two birds with one stone and make sure that it is seo optimized the next thing that you're going to be doing during slow season is very exciting and that is going to be bumping your prices you heard me right you're going to be raising your prices i would put money on the fact that you are probably undercharging i have only met one person in my entire career that i had to tell them that they were overcharging and it was someone that was charging like 
way more than like their level of experience. And I would rather tell you, you need to lower it though, than repeatedly beg you to raise your prices. And that's the case for a lot of people. Raising prices can feel very, very scary. I know because you're scared that you're going to lose clients, but I want to remind you of two things. One, you can always give a discount. Like nothing, nothing is keeping you from giving a discount. However, you can never charge more than what you originally stated. So if you're undercharging, okay, well, you're going to be undercharged then. Like you can't give a dis, you can't be like, actually, I changed my mind, pay me $500 more. Absolutely not jail. However, you can always charge a little bit extra. And if you really want the job, you can be like, I would love to give you a $500 discount, like to ensure that we work together. Like that would make me incredibly happy. Great. You absolutely can do that, but bump your prices so that you're able to do that. The second thing is that no one is ever going to be off put by like a couple hundred dollars, especially if it is a package price that is like thousands of dollars, like most, you know, creative endeavors are, whether that's coaching, wedding planning, photography, what have you, like $200 is not going to make a difference on if someone hires you or not. So here's what you're going to do. One, you're going to bump your prices now during slow season, but every several jobs you book, you are going to bump your prices, even if it's just $100. Because again, this is like so little that it's not going to off put anyone, but it's enough that it really, really adds up. Because if you're raising your prices several hundred dollars every couple months, let's say, um, one, you're going to be earning several hundred more dollars throughout the year, but like you keep expanding on that and then it all adds up very significantly by the end of the year. And you haven't really off put anyone because of it. And as your work continues to grow and you begin, begin, wow, to get better and better and better, so should your pricing. And you shouldn't feel bad about that. Like, you wouldn't have turned this hobby into a business if you didn't want to earn money. Otherwise, go back to making it a hobby. But if you're going to earn money off of it, you deserve to earn the money that your work is worth. So set the commitment now that you are going to, one, raise your prices during busy or slow season right now, and that you're going to keep raising it every several jobs that you book, essentially. All right, next, you are going to go through your client workflows and you're going to see what can be automated or improved. I want you to look at it and be like, okay, yeah, like where did I see things repeating? Where did I see get repeated questions? Where could I have created a guide to make that a little simpler? Where could I have automated something? Was I getting asked to schedule a call a lot? Could I, you know, do a calendar or could I make a scheduler and dump auto? Like what can I automate? And if you don't have the ability to automate anything, your task during slow season is to download Dubsado and to get your Dubsado account started. Um, you can use code Eden Strader for your first month off, which please do. Um, but Dubsado is amazing and it has completely revolutionized the way that I'm able to take clients and earn money and all of that good stuff. And so I want you to, one, either work on bettering and automating your processes more or get started on it in the first place. There's no shame in not having that so far, but this is your sign. This is your opportunity that slow season is the time to do so, so that when busy season picks up, you're not having to move the needle every day in your business. Dubsado is doing it for you or whatever CRM you choose. However, if you don't have one, please go with Dubsado. I would not go with HoneyBook. No offense to my HoneyBookers. No offense to HoneyBook. Um, but Dubsado is so much easier both on a client standpoint and like you as a business owner. So go through, build out your client workflows, see what can be automated or improved, get that all cleaned out so that when busy season comes along, you are just like ready to go. 
All right, last and certainly not least, you are going to analyze and automate your social media. So I want you to take I mean, we're at the end of the year. So take your analytics from the last year, for example. See what did well, what kind of posts, what kind of reels, what kind of captions. Um, where did your clients show up the most? Did you get an influx in inquiries or sales? What day did that take place or week? What kind of content was going out through there? I want you to actually look at the data behind your marketing and behind your social media and see what is doing the best. And then I want you to take that information and start planning for the months ahead. I cannot tell you how many business owners I talk to that like hate showing up on social media every day. And there's the easiest solution for that, which is that you don't have to do it every single day. You can sit down, you can schedule things out a month or two in advance, maybe even three, maybe even four, depending on how personal you want to get in your posts. But automate out your social media. Stop making it this thing that both takes over your life but doesn't take over your bank account. Like there is no reason for you to be stressed out of your mind by social media when you can automate it as easily as you can. So like I was telling you, I'm not obsessed with Instagram right now. I'm just kind of struggling with it. And so instead, I have chosen to automate and repurpose a lot of content. So it's still going out. It's still making us sales. It's still growing our email list, what have you. But I personally don't have to worry about it every day. I don't have to let it taint my life. And that's because I have very clear analytics. I have very clear statistics. And I know how to automate and analyze those things. So if social media is something that's causing you a lot of stress and anxiety, this is one of the things that you can work on during slow season. Really look at the data, analyze it, do a marketing report, which if you don't know what that is, go ahead and dive into SSS. Like I said, we teach you all about how we do our marketing recaps, but I want you to use the data that's provided to you and start automating things out. You're not going to be able to earn money if people don't know your products and services exist. And while there is a plethora of ways that you can earn money and market, a huge one is social media marketing. And so if that's one of the tools that you want to check out that you want to pursue, please automate it so that it takes up as little time in your life as possible. So to recap, again, you're going to do a few things during slow season as we wind down and we start approaching the holidays, we start approaching this time. One, you're going to update your portfolio with aligned work. Think ideal client. What do they want to see? What do they want to hear? What do you want to book? That's what we want to see in the portfolio. You're going to bump your prices right now, even if it's just $100, but then you're also going to commit to raising it every several jobs booked so that you can continually increase your pricing. You're going to go through your client workloads, workflows and see what can be automated or improved. Or if you don't already have automations, you don't already have a CRM, that's what you're going to get started on. And then you can dive into the like, what can be automated? Do I have repeated meetings that I make? Do I have repeated emails that I send? Um, is there a way that I can send a client welcome guide or an engagement prep guide or a wedding welcome day guide, whatever it may be, but like what is, what is happening repeatedly? Because again, repetition is an opportunity for automation. I'm going to get that tattooed. It's going to be in a literal tramp stamp at this point. <laughs> really quick. Can we all just picture a tramp stamp that says repetition is the opportunity for automation? That's so funny. Um, please no one get that tattooed, myself included. But seriously, 
anytime something is repeated, that was such a tangent. Anytime something is repeated, it is an opportunity for automation. Please take it. It may seem like it's only going to save you a couple minutes and it is, but those minutes add up so much within a client workflow, especially when you are working with multiple clients a year. If you're working with one client a year, okay, maybe you can get by without it. Really doubt that's the case though, if you're listening to this podcast. So get things automated, get things looking more streamlined and a little bit easier, a little bit more improved, right? The last thing that you're going to do is analyze and automate your social media. Use the data that is provided to you, you guys. Our marketing tools come with so many forms of analytics and reports, and you're doing yourself a huge disservice by not looking at those things to understand what you should be producing moving forward. And I want you to use that information to then automate the next month, two months, three months, whatever it may be. I've been doing this with our Edenstrader.co account. That's our wedding photography account. Um, I simply don't have the time to be running a full-time wedding photography account. And so everything's been automated and it's been so lovely, so, so helpful. It makes everything so much easier to at least be a month scheduled out. So I just don't even have to think about it. At worst, I go and I share it to my stories. I do some interacting whatever it may be. So that is what you guys are going to be working on, let's say this week, this month, the next couple months as you work through slow season on top of, you know, listening to the podcast. Because again, we are working on slow season prep this month and I'm so excited. We had this episode. We're going to hear from Maya and Nicole. We are going to talk about websites and we have a surprise guest at the end of the month that I'm incredibly excited to tell you about. So we have a lot of things going on. We are going to rock this slow season so that we are ready to earn earn more money, spend less time, and be less stressed next busy season. As always, if you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, leave us a review, share this on your story, share it with friends, whatever it may be. I am so grateful for your guys' support on the podcast. It means the world. I adore you guys. I mean it. And I will see you next time.